I'll be in Colorado. <laughs> I'll be missing you. <laughs> no, I'll be chasing Theodore around, I'm sure, while he has a roll in his hand. Mm. Last night he cried until I gave him garlic knots. Oh, good boy. <laughs> like, it was so funny because, like, I don't, like, he obviously never had it. He just recognized that it was bread and yeah. that's what he wanted and it wasn't on his plate. Yeah. So that was really funny. He ate all of his dinner first, so I'll give him that. That's good. He cried for peas tonight. More peas than what he already had. That's so funny because Cora sent me a picture of Elijah and she was, the first one was like, he didn't like the bananas and he was making a face and she said, so I gave him, it's either peas or carrots. I think if she said peas and he was liking the peas. Aww. So that's so funny. I love babies. Like, bananas are way better, but okay. <laughs> I mean, live your best life, kid. Um. So instead of saying what we're thankful for, we're actually just going to take our little spin on it and we're going to talk about gratitude. Yeah. Yay. So I have a kind of a textbook definition and it's readiness to show appreciation for or thankfulness. But what, like when you think of gratitude, what would you define gratitude as? Hmm. I'm trying to think of how to put it into words. It's like, what is love like? I don't know. Gratitude is just like, I know that, I don't know. I'm trying to, how do I? I don't know. I don't know how to like put it into words. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (laughs) But like when you like, when someone is like, oh, like I'm like, like, what does it mean to be grateful? Like, what? how would you explain the kids? They're like, what does that word mean, mommy? See, it's hard to, to not be just like, like, what you're thankful for. Just like. I don't think. Just, I think that's fine, though. I know, but I, like, I feel like it has such a deeper thing. I just don't know how to put it into words. Just like. This can be a puddle. It doesn't have to be the end of the ocean. You just. It doesn't have to be yeah. that deep. Oh. <laughs> you're basically saying that I'll stop overthinking it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would just. Yeah, I would. I mean. It's just things I I show appreciation for just, like, by... That's, like, what it... Like, what I kind of have is, like, truly appreciating what I have, acknowledging what I have. Mm Because I think it's, like, the baseline step to, like, gratitude is, like, knowing what you have. One thing for me is that I have to, like, appreciate all the work that I put in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then enjoying what I've been given. So just, like... Not just acknowledging it. Yeah, I'm thankful for it, but, like, actually sitting back in it and enjoying it. Yeah, like, recognizing the things you have and where you are and how you got there. And Yeah. yeah. It's, like, you know, it's great to, like, like, for example, like, having, like, all of this, like, this house and all of this room for Theodore and stuff like that. And then not being so caught up in keeping it clean that mm-hmm. I don't just, like, enjoy letting him make the mess and play with the things and all of that and because it truly only takes like three minutes to clean it up yeah and like like it's like enjoying like this life that I've been given of getting to be his mom for example like sitting down playing with him doing the little things and I saw a TikTok the other day that like really hit me as someone who is like glued to my to-do list and that was like my grandma always told me that Put a towel over the dishes. So, like, put a hand towel over the dishes because the dishes can always, well, the dishes can always be done later. And so, some, like, don't say no to a date night with your husband because the dishes need done. Put a towel over the dishes. So, it's just like kind of this thought of like that stuff can wait. 
live in the moment that you've been given. And I think for me, like, that's a big part of, like, what it means to, like, be grateful and, like, to enjoy that is really experiencing it, like, actually being there. Yeah. Like, actively, yeah, I get that. What, uh, what are some of the notes you have or... Is there anything you want to, I've been talking for the first four minutes, so. (laughs) So when I was thinking about gratitude and all that, it always makes me think of like those gratitude journals or whatever, which I have done before. Like they're all, they're all really great. And I, I suggest them to a lot of people and you know, it's like sometimes it could come with the prompts or you can literally just have the list of like three to five things you're grateful for each day. And they actually do get you like thinking because obviously you can't just write the same things every day. So oh, I every time there's like a section in my planner for that, I literally almost write the same thing every yeah. day. I mean, it, obviously you are like if you write something, you are grateful for that. But it's like if you challenge yourself to not write the same things, like you really have to, it really gets you thinking and then you, you get to be like grateful for those things all over again. And, um, obviously I've, I've said it so many times. I'm like the worst at consistency. So as long as you can stick with them, those things are actually really great to practice. And, um, whenever I was reading about like habit stacking, I thought that would be maybe if I wanted to incorporate that again, I could, stack that with another habit to, you know, obviously keep it going and do it. And, uh, you had, you talked about meditation. Yeah. And so like a five minute gratitude meditation would also be like something good to practice as well. That sounds disgusting. (laughs) So I, uh, so I have a quote in here that, so I was telling you that I just like, googled or like I swiped on my phone and typed in gratitude and in my phone I had already had a picture saved I didn't remember and it said even in the chaos of everyday life moments of gratitude remind us to hold on to the good things and we like especially me can get caught up and like oh it's so crazy in my house all the time and you know you're just trying to get through the day but like what if you can really just in the moments of just quiet just like sit there and be grateful that it it's actually funny real quick i was watching this video of this little kid having like a tantrum at a fridge and the mom was like everyone says to, that you're going to miss these moments and she's like i don't know if i'm going to miss this moment but it's like if you are overwhelmed you can sit there and think about things you are grateful for even if it's like chaos in your life so i there was a moment and Ryan, like, will be able to know. It was after Ryan went back to work. So it was one of my first few nights with Theodore. He woke up an hour after going to sleep, which was, like, which unheard of for my child. He wouldn't, it was three hours in, and he hadn't stopped crying. I called Ryan. I, like, broke down, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I can't do this. I need you to come home. He worked over an hour away. Not even five minutes after the phone call, Theodore goes to sleep. So I call Ryan back. I get on my phone, try to decompress, and the first thing I see is a TikTok and it's the sound, or it's like what the words say is, on especially hard days, I think of parenting as my kids were grown and gone, and I was given the opportunity to go back to one moment in their childhood and do it all over again, and that's how I ended up here. And then, like, that hit me of, like, one day, like, don't get me wrong, that's probably not the moment I'm going to think back and reflect, but one day, if I only had the option to go back to that night that Theodore was, you know, eight weeks old and wouldn't go to sleep, 
Yep. I would take that over never getting to experience it again. Yeah. I try to remember that when I'm like, you know, I'm like just trying to get through the day. And I'm like, in 10 years, I'm going to be like, why did I wish the days away? Even if they were crazy and they were long and Alan was gone for three weeks, like. You're not, that's not what you're going to remember. Yeah. And I think that's like so, that, I think that's really reflective of what it is. Yeah. I am, as someone who, like, is very big into, like, the universe and taking signs and manifestation, I have a really complex relationship with appreciating things. Mm -hmm. I have a fear that if I stop and enjoy and appreciate what I have, that it will disappear because I've acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. And, but, like, also... Like, on the flip side, it's, like, I try to, like, be more present of, like, instead of saying, oh, I, like, I'm ready for this, I want this, I want a bigger, I want this, or I don't have, it's, like, this abundance mindset, right? Like, it's never, I don't have enough money. It's, like, you know, I am so lucky that I have, like, a nice home, and I have a car, and I have, like, enough, like, my bills are covered. Like, instead of saying, gosh, I wish there was more, I wish there was more, I wish there was more, because... Like, there is, a, there is a school of thought in what I, like, in the kind of spirituality that I tend to practice of, if you do that, the universe is going to give you not enough. Yeah. It's going to take away because all you're saying is you don't have enough, so you're not going to have enough anymore. And so I'm really big on that. But it's also kind of one of those things where I feel like if I sit back and I say, wow, this is wonderful. You're like, oh, well, that many good things can't happen. So, like, something's going to go wrong. So I often have to find myself, or I often find myself thinking, like, a negative thought or, like, a scarce, having, like, a scarcity mindset and having to revert it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of comes with my quote about this that I have is, do not spoil what you have by desiring what you don't. Remember that what you have was wants the thing you wish for. So don't spend so much time like wishing for the next thing or wishing for the bigger house or wishing for like, you know, I can't wait till my kids in soccer because like at one point I was just like, you wanted this exact moment, right? Mm -hmm. At one point, like a big thing for me is like, I want it like, oh, I, I want this and I'm ready to move and I'm ready to do this. But then I'm like, wait, at one point I was like, I can't wait to be in my home with my husband and my baby and my dog which is exactly where I am today. Mm-hmm. And it's like appreciating the moment I'm in. Um, because sometimes like you don't even realize that like the moment you're at is what you prayed for is what yeah. you wished for is what you wanted. And I'm big, like that's a big problem I tend to have is like not realizing that right here is what I spent days wishing for. Yeah. So whenever you read me that quote, the other or was yesterday, I was literally thinking like, I've been thinking for like, since you read that to me, that I'm literally in that place, like you were talking about, like I am married and we own a house and I have two kids, but I'm like, I don't actually sit there and think about how much more than that I have. I literally get to be home with my kids. I never plan mm-hmm. to do that. I get to be their teacher and do homeschool. I absolutely never even considered that. But like, I have so much more than I even realize, And I like... I just need to be able to, like, recognize that a little more, because... Yeah. When you really sit down and think about that, like, I have so much to be, like, so much gratitude for where I'm at in my life. Well, it's, like, so much, like, more than that. Like, like it's so much more simple than that, because, like, 
while Alan being home and not on the road has, like, so many, like, challenges you guys face. Yeah. It's also exact, like, you're striving to create a life where Alan is around more. Yeah. And, like, for, like, for Ryan and I, like, one of the things is, like, Ryan, we, like, wished and wished and wished for Ryan to be off of nights. Mm-hmm. And now he's on days, but we haven't stopped and said, wow, I'm so happy you're on days. Then we wished and wished and wished and wished for him to be, because he was an hour away still, we wished and wished and wished for his job to be closer. Now it's five minutes from our house and he's on days and we're not like, God, this is the best. We're like, wait, when you get this next promotion and we can do this and we're like, we're not in that position of stopping and saying, wait, this is exactly what we spent a year Right. Hoping for. I mean, it's good to have goals like that. You know, you're, you're, we're always working towards like the next thing too. Like it's good to have like a vision, but like. Stop like not yeah. realizing that this is exactly what you prayed Enjoy for. Enjoy what you've got too. Cause once you move on to that next thing, there will be something else and you won't even remember this. And that you, this was like a big goal you always had and you might just skip over it. So that's, yeah, very yeah. much agree with that. That was like my big, that's like one of my like big struggles is I'm often so quick to move on to the next thing that I don't stop to appreciate what I have. Yeah. So what are some ways you personally practice like gratitude? Well, like I said, I've done those like journals and every once in a while I'll grab it and do it for like a week and then I, you know, it gets put back in the stack. But I, like I honestly, I find myself doing it more like I, I catch someone saying something and it like really makes me start to like what rabbit hole or whatever. And so I start thinking like that. So like, like you said, even saying that quote, I always just sit there and I'm just thinking about, I just, I take it so deep sometimes. I don't know why. I think that's like, I think it has its point to like let words affect you. Like, I think that's good. Yeah. But I also, I'm someone, I take so many pictures and now videos because while I'm trying to like be in the moment, like whenever we're doing like school, I take those pictures so I can like, so like I'm in the moment and then I can look back at the pictures and I can remember how I feel. Like obviously as time goes by, like you'll go back to a picture and be like, I don't remember really. Like I remember what we did, but I, you know, you try to remember how you feel, but I feel like I'm definitely taking a lot more videos so I can like experience things again, like the things that the kids are doing and stuff because they will be like when Charlotte wants to cuddle with me right now, she's being so clingy, and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, this is crazy." But then I sit there and I hold her a little bit longer, r- rather than just like you know move her next to me. So I feel like that's a little bit like that. Just trying to be grateful for the moments I have while they're little and wanting to cuddle because it could be next month when they're like, "Okay, we're big kids now. Bye, mom." That's exactly like how I feel with it all. Um, is. Theodore, we like finally had to get him to where he would go to sleep on his own. And so now I like, I'm in that area of like, I just want to hold you to sleep tonight, but I know you just got broke from like needing that. And so it's, it's the extra snuggles and the kisses and it's the (laughs) mama more milk. (laughs) I haven't even given you any yet. What are you talking about? Mama, more milk. (laughs) And just, like, to know one day, like, it comes that I can do it myself. Um, I also think, like, one thing I see is, like, definitely at the age I'm at. um, I know a few people who, like, obviously their parents are older. And, like, my parents are older. And my my dad and I actually had a conversation recently 
um, about like, so my dad had a baby at 50. So I was 16 when my littlest brother was born. So I'm 28. My brother's 31. My little brother is 12. My dad's in his 60s. So if something were to happen to my dad, my dad was like, I, like he's like, I just want to know how you would feel if I just left everything to Trevor. And I said, I think that's exactly what you should do. Tyler and I are grown. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It's like, we have you to go to and we had you to go to when we were making financial decisions and that kind of thing. If Trevor is not going to have that, the least you can do is give him a little bit of extra money to make the mistakes. Yeah. And it kind of like it it got the conversation going where to me it one it's a no brainer that every to me it's a no brainer that everything should be left to my 12 year old brother or 13 or 14 or 15 or even like god i think the worst thing could be he'd be like 18 and then all of a sudden lose his guidance cuz like yeah. i was a shit at 18 and like my dad has always been like our guiding light um but to me the worst thing is like losing my dad And it has nothing to do with what he may... There's no silver lining of anything he could have left behind. Right. For me, it's like, when it comes to my parents, there is no silver lining because there is no dollar amount that can make up for my dad stopping by on his way home or just to say hi or my mom being there... um, Whenever I need extra childcare or constantly talking about the dogs or sending me pictures of my niece, like there is nothing that makes up or even could like dull the pain of losing my parents because they have given me so much in life. Mm -hmm. But I hear all the time, well, they're just blowing my inheritance. And like, I know that some people say it, it's just like a way to like get by, but like I had a previous coworker who like, said that about their dad all the time. They're just blowing my inheritance on this. Why would they do that? They're just blowing my inheritance. And I couldn't imagine looking at my parents' decisions as you're costing me money. Yeah. And, like, I think that has to do with, like, a lack of appreciating. Like, they were planning for the money that they get when their parents die. Yeah. Instead of a... like, Like, and that, like, to me, it's just... That's really not appreciating things in front of you, not to mention just, like, incredibly, like, tone deaf, I think. But I couldn't imagine, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, something that I've always, that you just seem like an ungrateful brat. Yeah, those are, like, a reality check. My dad's sister was like that. My, my dad, again, was the only boy out of five. When my dad's pat, when my dad passed, he actually left his house to my dad. My dad could have taken it from his stepmom. Wait, you mean your grandpa passed? Yeah, I never met him. So when my dad's dad passed. You said so my, my dad passed. Oh, <laughs> did I say his dad? Oh, whatever. <laughs> when my grandpa passed, or when my dad's dad passed, my dad actually got the house, but his, like, his stepmom was living there. Yeah. And my dad didn't say a word and just let her live there. So when she passed, the house obviously now needed to be done. And this was in my dad's hometown. Where my grandma still lived at the time. My grandma cleaned up, found the realtor, found the buyer, sold the house, all of that. My dad gave her every cent of profit. My dad's sister threw a fit that he didn't divide it up among the kids. Yeah. Instead of giving it to their mom. Right. 
And like my dad just like couldn't, like my dad just couldn't understand. And it like to the point where my dad and his sister don't speak anymore. That's what kind of the fit she threw about it. And that's how she talks about them all the time. Well, what about my inheritance and my inheritance this and my inheritance that? And my dad grew up poor. Not like, uh, you know, things are rough, but like, like we don't have enough money to clothe and feed you guys. Mm -hmm. Poor, poor. And so it's just like, that whole thing to my dad is like was such a big deal. He's like, I just don't understand because everything was about money to her um, when it came to that. And maybe it's because like that's the way I was raised, but I just, it's so tone deaf. Yeah. And like I constantly hear people who like complain about everything and it's like that's just such a lack of like whatever is going on in life for you I just like that. that's like new to me I guess because I mean obviously I don't have parents but um <laughs> what <laughs> there was I think a conversation at one point my grandparents like what would you like and I was like I have no expectations like your stuff is like where you want it to go there's nothing I want except to make sure that you know, obviously when they pass it, I can look back and have a great relationship and let my kids have them in their life for as long as possible. And, and that's all I care about. I was like, anything you want to leave me is fine. I have like, that's just not, you know, I'm not expecting anything. Can't say the same for somebody else, but and that's I think not my business. When you meet people like that, like, you know, that like, you just, they're not, they're not the nicest people. I've never like that. So it's like. Well, like, I think your dad is like that. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's like, that's like so strange to me. It's like people who just, like, are just people who are constantly negative. They hate, like, everything is a complaint. Like, everything is the worst thing that happened to them. Like, people who hate their spouse and, like, complain about everything they do in, like, a serious way, not in the way you and I do it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But you, like, know what I mean? I just can't. I can't imagine, like, especially, like, you know, we're approaching the holidays and stuff like that, and, like, there are just flat-out people out there right now who are like, well, I'm not going to get anything I want, and, like, this isn't, like, you yeah. just know there are people in that, and I can't wrap my head around that level of, like. Yeah, and I know, I like things, like, obviously, like, I have an Amazon addiction and all this stuff, but I'm really getting a lot of, like. Like, I'm at the point where I just want to tell everyone I know, I'm like, please do not buy my kid a single gift. Spend more time with them. 100%. I, like, I don't want anyone to, like, buy Theodore or me or anyone gifts if they're going to then be stressed about mm-hmm. finances. Like, because I think that's, like, I, we kind of mentioned a little bit in our holiday planning episode. That's, yeah. like, such a common thing around this time of year is, like, things aren't important enough to me to, like, then worry about, like, then you have to have to worry about those things because that's something I think about often is like, well, I'm good. Yeah. Don't, I don't want you to stress yourself out. Like I just want you around. No gift should ever feel like an obligation. 100%. Like at all. So. I also like, this is a little side tangent, but like, do you have, I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but do you have the people who like, just give you this like mess of a gift? Yeah. And then, like, it's, like, and then people are like, oh, just donate it. Oh, no. Anything that, like, I don't know. 
I was like, I'm trying to very carefully tread on this. I, mean, I don't think anybody's actually said that, but it's like implied, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Like, so then that gift now requires you to work. Yeah. So it's like people who over gift, like they do it for themselves. So it's like this random, like, yeah. I have like a, a friend who does this. It's like this random, like, compilation of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And they're doing it for themselves. Like, that gift is not anything you want. It's not thoughtful to you. It's like they literally are giving a gift for themselves. And then other people around you are like, oh, just be appreciative of it. Just donate it. If your gift requires me to do work, it's not a gift. This is the same logic I use, like, with Ryan. I was like, if I have to put the flowers in the vase myself, that's not you doing something nice for me. That's you giving me another chore. So Ryan, that's why Ryan <laughs> oh always my like. Oh gosh, I'm use that. Well, it, and it's not to be mean and not to be like, oh, I don't appreciate that you buy me flowers because like that's great. Sorry, my dad's texting me. Um, I'm not used to this flip case yet. Uh, it's like not to be like, oh, how dare you? Like, or not to be like, I'm not appreciative of you buying me flowers. But it's this idea of, like, this half thought, right? And so that's, like, the big one for me is Ryan would buy flowers and then leave them on the bar. And it was like, oh, here are your flowers. Like, do you have a vase you want to put? He was like, oh, here are the flowers. Cut them, put them in water, take them out of the package, throw it all away. And literally one day I I said, hey, you know, when I come home at the end of the day and I have a toddler, like, well, he wasn't a toddler, but I have a baby up to, I have, like, an hour to feed and get the baby in bed. And then I went to work out and do all of this. And now I have to spend 15 minutes getting these flowers ready. Like, I just rather you not, like, quite honestly, I just rather you not get them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's, it's literally another thing in my never ending to-do list. Yeah. And Ryan was like, okay, got it. And he, luckily Ryan's smart enough to not stop my flowers. <laughs> and so Ryan, like, he throws out the old flowers. He, like, cuts and puts all the water in and stuff like that. So then I'm given an actual gift, not a chore. Yeah. That's an interesting way to look at that, too. I never thought about it Because like it's like, flowers are pretty, and they're nice, but when you, like, when you think about so it, like it's a, like another task. Yeah, but I'm like a control freak when it comes to stuff like that, because like, while he would be more than willing to like cut them and put them in there, I'd probably be like, you didn't cut them right, or something. So See, that's, that's where... That's something I had to work on, and like, or like, I have to work on, and I'm really careful about. If you're going to criticize the way someone does something, you can't get offended when they don't help out. Yeah. So we have, like, two kinds of things around here. Like, I'll literally, like, here's a conversation I have with Ryan all the time. It's like, I'm really overwhelmed with, like, X, Y, Z. Like, the amount of housework, for example. And I'll quickly say, I don't want you to do something. I just want you to listen to me. Mm -hmm. Because I am going to redo it, so there's no point. Versus, and then there are other things. I'm like, hey, I need you to take care of this. Like, oh, remember when he hung Theodore's letters? <laughs> and he was like, and he was like asking me these questions. And I, and I literally was like, if I've assigned a task to you or I've asked you to do something. And, I, and there's a lot of people who like, like, I don't like having to ask him to do like the dishes or things like that. He should yeah. know. But like, for example, things like that. I'm relinquishing all control of it. Yeah. I'm not saying it commit. Oh, you did this wrong. Redo it. Right. Because that's just like, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you like, gotta like that. find that line of like, you can't be nitpicky and then wonder why people don't help you. So I very quickly was like, if I wanted it done a certain way, I would have done it myself. Yeah. So you just have to find the like line of like, what's okay. Like, cause for you, it could be flowers for me. It's not. 
Yeah. For me, it's the way the floors are done. Don't touch them. <laughs> For me, it's, you know, like the way I put up my clothes. Like, I think if you were to walk into my bedroom after Ryan's done laundry, you'd probably like lose your mind thinking how rude he is because all of his clothes are put up. All of my clothes are folded and left oh. on the bed because I like my, I like literally stack them in the way I like my pants or any, like, you know, those kind of things. I don't want, and I literally been like, hey, I just rather you not put my clothes up. Yeah. And then I don't be like, oh, you did this wrong. Or I almost didn't even think that's the worst. I think the worst thing is when, like, he sees me redoing something and I didn't say anything. I, that's when I feel, like, the worst. I can literally picture the hurt on Alan's face anytime I've ever done that. He just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, buddy. I was like, yeah, there's sometimes, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just kind of a control freak yeah. about this. And, like, obviously, Ryan, like, you and Alan have been together long enough. And Ryan yeah. and I have been together long enough that he knows the things that I am like that about. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of when I was a kid, no one could load the dishwasher right in my dad's eyes to the point where we would always just like have so much anxiety about him coming to check the dishwasher because we knew we didn't do it right. right. There was no possible way to do it right. I don't like that. Well, and I, I, I very, I try to be very intentional about not creating that feeling in my house. Yeah. Like I had that on everything growing yeah. up. Like there was nothing, I couldn't even close the door correctly because if it closed too hard or if I like closed the lid to the toilet too hard I had an attitude and I was grounded automatically so like, <laughs> I okay now as an adult I realized like that was right sorry to trauma dump that was like, no that's because okay. I, I think I you hear that all the time yeah like I, as an adult it's like even more weird to me because like I, I got accused of having an attitude nine times out of ten I had the attitude when I was accused yeah. of it because I, I grew up in a very different household than you you but um, it's weird to watch, like, adults talk to other adults that way, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, like, growing up, it was always, like, you have an attitude, you're grounded. Not, like, are you okay? What's going on? Like, are, you know, it's never, like, it's always, like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it's, but it's, okay. It's wild when you hear other adults talk to other, like, adults like that. Like... You know the passive-aggressive couple? Like, I don't have to, like, name anyone, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's, like, everything they say is, like, a dig at each other. Like, oh, why would you do it that way? Or they never do this right. Or, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, doesn't that just make you kind of, like, want to peel off your skin and, like, yeah. leave? And so... Oh, I guess I do that to Alan whenever he's driving. Like, you can't do anything right when it comes to driving if I'm in the car. I'm just like, did you not see that? Car? I was really like, I don't think I've ever, I have never been in the car because the one time we've all went somewhere together in your car, I was too pregnant to get into the middle of the back and we want to sit, we wanted to sit by each other. So you drove. Yeah. Thanks for not making me sit up there with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> 38 weeks pregnant, chasing your child. Yeah. <laughs> for funsies, not because he was running away. <laughs> just to clarify. Um, yeah, that's like, that's like one thing that's like wild to me is watching other adults do that. But I just like that. So to me, I feel like when I don't make an effort to like, like appreciate what I have and like express gratitude, I become that person, that person where nothing good is happening to them and everything is a problem. (sighs) Did you hear how quiet that is? Yeah. The ears are ringing. I don't like it. Well, this will be a short one since yeah. Thanksgiving and no one's going to be listening anyway. Um, <laughs> enjoy time with your Maybe family. Maybe not on Thanksgiving. They'll listen to it like the next day. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else to add before we sign off here? 
Happy Thanksgiving. Are you a turkey or ham person? Turkey. Ham. But I can only have turkey on Thanksgiving. I don't like turkey. Well, see, last... I'm just going to skip past that. Uh, last year, obviously, we had turkey. Uh, like I had like three things. I wouldn't have known because <laughs> I didn't stay for dinner. <laughs> um, I had like three, you know, three. Well, I guess I did two turkey days and one one day I did a ham. And then I went to Walmart after and like all the turkeys were on sale, like super cheap. So I put one in the freezer and then I made it in like January. I could not enjoy it. Like, it has to be around the holiday time. I will eat it, especially if it's not my Thanksgiving, because I'm not going to complain. <laughs> Again, this comes to, like, if I was going to let you do Thanksgiving, I wasn't going to complain about it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But I just, like, I'm not a huge turkey person. I love a, a turkey leg at, at, like, I used to get them at Maple Leaf every year. I like year, the skin. But now it's like they either don't have the turkey legs or now they're like $18. So I'm just, I'm just like craving your shrimp that you made, like you've been making lately. Like on the kebabs or whatever? Well, yeah. I Listen, I know you did it because there was more people and it was way easier, but it's just, it's nicer when it's not on the kebab. Just, so oh, if you're okay. ever like cooking for me and I'm going to be there again, don't feel the, work. don't you. feel the need to put them on the skewers. <laughs> That's all about the presentation when I do it on those, but yeah. yeah. You don't have to put it on a plate. We could just stand over your oven and eat it off the sheet pan next time. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Right. <laughs> what if we make our girls' night thing a potluck and I'll just bring a sheet pan? <laughs> Shrimp. <laughs> yes. I literally have some in the freezer and I was like, I should make that. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, everyone enjoy, enjoy the holidays. Um, don't take life too seriously. Yeah. Stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Um, you can... Find us where we can find podcasts. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Self Misguided Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us because at the end of the day, aren't we all self misguided? This really became too many episodes wrapped into one. So, what do we know? <laughs> <laughs>